Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Stay Close, the mini series on Netflix. This is episode four, written by Charlotte Coben, directed by Lindy Heyman. I gave this episode an 8.4 out of 10. It's still coming with the the, the twists in the story arc, but man, I I always have a a tickle at Harlan Coben's the the amount of maybe his books are much tighter but i feel like in the tv series they always have these massive plot holes but it hasn't detracted quite yet from my at least passive enjoyment of this show and that's you know as it is it's something i wanted to check out it's not a complete waste of my time but i'm curious to see how it will end as one of my theories i think is proven maybe a little premature certainly a lot premature considering how the episode unfolds before we do jump into the recap no i have a little bit of a sinus infection so if i sound a little fucked up that's why and also wherever you listen to this podcast podbean stitcher apple spotify even amazon go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for our next episode or any other new shows that we are going to be doing, which is Titans, Interview with the Vampire, and uh, once we're done with Stay Close, Midnight Club, send that to blackercouch at gmail.com. So we start with Harry on drugs. And when you're on drugs, you uh, are not prepared to deal with two dancing preps in the middle of the street who are creepy and apparently aesthetically so for no apparent reason i know that there also doesn't seem to be an abundance of people around which is odd to me because this is not the middle ages and someone has to be around to see this creepy shit as it goes down he says if this is a god thing when they approach him i don't believe in god he gets away which is shocking to me considering he was pretty balls deep into a good high i didn't see you trying to run (laughs) that was the funniest part about that scene when she's like you let him get away bitch you didn't get out of the car you got into the car shut the fuck up just as cassie is ready to drive away broom stops her car and she agrees to talk if they find harry and they drive back to his shop where he never left or called anybody and where the twins didn't think to stake out to ensure that he wouldn't come back he doesn't even tell them about the event likely because he was out of his mind on drugs but still to think that you imagine the entire thing it was weird cassie tells her story to broom once she makes it clear that once she tells her story she's going to disappear and not to approach her again which seems very counterintuitive to what she's trying to get from this man which is his protection stewart wasn't the good guy everyone thought him to be he stalked and abused cassie they were not really together as much as she found herself under his thumb 
ray didn't know anything about the abuse but she started dating him and he became even more violent more stalkerish and i'm really surprised ray didn't know considering he saw the stalking with his own eyes she went to the ruins she says the night that she disappeared and found the steward's body he looked dead with all the blood all over him and instead of calling 911 she ran away because she wanted to avoid being named the suspect of his murder considering she hated the man but she also never told the police about the abuse so why would they think that she would be the number one suspect that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my 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 broom knows that she and ray were a thing even though she doesn't name him i mean all you gotta do is go into his uh his gallery and after 16 years he really is still that hard up for her still he also is thinking may have ray killed stewart like mimi and mimi actually might be correct to protect her and there goes my lorraine theory because that actually makes a lot more sense how can you want to protect your family as i stated earlier if you like you can't go near my son he's like you have a son why does everybody want to know what her personal life is ray calls over fester the next morning to run the license plate on the two young girls he said i already hate this creeper oh man ray does sound like he has mental problems as he's like it's all connected everything from 16 years ago to the carlton kid to these kids to cassie he tells him he's sad that cassie's dead uh it's really kind of tragic his friend by the name of fester of all things we need to break down why it's perfectly rational that two girls teenage girls would come across a dude in the woods and run he's like can you just run the plates for me of course darling i'll help you stalk these children <laughs> aaron calls michael to tell him after she he updates her about the cassie interview that the blood at the ruins is guy tatum's for someone who doesn't want to be seen this bitch live at vipers cassie what the fuck this is how you supposedly got cited by well not supposedly according to lorraine you got cited by Stuart, and he followed you back to your life because he was in vipers and so did lorraine but she decides to show up there for one last time just to say goodbye but really to have a conversation because <laughs> it seems like it she wants someone to talk to that actually understands her because she seems so fake in her other life her real life my happiness she talks about being a parent is dependent on theirs i used to be a functioning adult with my own emotions so all of us as we parent luckily i just got one lorraine says it sounds like she in an abusive relationship i'm like it kind of is it kind of is cassie strolls down ray memory lane my mind's telling me no but my body my body's telling me yes lorraine's like i know whose chair that is don't you go digging up shit trying to you know regret your life choices 
she's like i just want to know how he doing uh-huh he's a paparazzi okay he's a paparazzi for hire which is considered worse than if he was to do porn uh how's she gonna be surprised that dave called her a liar when she go tell that bald face lies about no nah, i just got up to pee bitch you literally left the house went across town for 45 fucking minutes then stayed with lorraine for however the fuck long then came your ass back home crawled back in the bed and you gonna talk about i went to pee you gotta be ashamed of yourself nigga real talk you gotta be ashamed of yourself all as you is bitch if you gonna lie come up with better lies i went for a jog i couldn't sleep i went for a drive that sounds far more plausible than i went to go pee you talk about what you just called me a liar let me crawl up next to you they have a weird relationship brent's breakfasts their breakfast sandwiches they're so disgusting they're either missing protein or the egg it's egg and cheese or protein and bread (laughs) and i need them to be together broom is in the car when aaron goes into the the market all pussy struck on his voicemail to lorraine making himself feel real needy and that's a little weird considering you just saw her after all this time i get that you know maybe she was the one that got away but you just found out she's got cancer and maybe give her some space and he's got really odd smiles when he's supposedly happy he just looks even more like a serial killer detective and girl detective go to see ray who acts all types of shifty when asked questions but they are rather repetitive ones you've seen cassie no uh when's the last time you saw a guy what'd you do oh we went for drinks so you really haven't seen Stuart? that was 16 years ago why are you bringing up old shit it's clear they consider him a person of interest and this isn't a casual drop-in dave recalls pushing carlton's car in the lake while jordan is a little brother that would be creeping out his sisters with his dad's underwear that should he should never have to say that sentence no harry stops by dressed all dapper just to creep into her window what the fuck harry to get a glimpse of cassie's new life and it's rather sad how her former friends would love to be included and she goes up and like no go away i don't want anybody to know i was associated with you and they're like we just want to see the the life that you built and know your children because we actually did love you and they want to engage in your happiness and it must be hard for her also isolating herself from who she truly is so despite her better judgment she introduces him as her spanish teacher in college dave believes it but her daughter is like you don't speak spanish and i would like you to get the fuck out of here then she leaves to go with her friend b like my mama lied girl you over there lying too shut up <laughs> i don't like the the katie at, at all um she tells him to behave himself when she drops him off you know stop stop doing drugs get off those drugs he promises to behave broom tracks lorraine's phone to her doctor's appointment and she thinks it's romantic while i think it is a problem 
this this is not okay he wants to commit to being there for her through everything and the two embark on a rebooted romance my lorraine stock is a killer is falling drastically broom acting like his whole life has changed in 24 to 48 hours he all sitting there like oh my the love of my life is dying like uh dude meanwhile aaron does actual police work and matches the anonymous photos to ray because she peeped what kind of printer he had and it's enough to actually bring him in for questioning officially harry gets uh got and is asked about the witness to carlton flynn's murder is the superintendent which we didn't see this episode is he doing this all for the the father that's rich question mark ray is brought in and he admits the truth with omissions like the part about his fight with guy and vipers and being at vipers and going home when he said he went home and why are you constantly creeping in the woods it's been 16 years since cassie for somewhere so far away she sure as hell (laughs) um for someone who wanted to get far away she sure as hell didn't go far he manages to become the number one suspect with his continued lies 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 he does tell him he was mugged and i don't know what that's all about either he then tells fester that the police think he killed multiple people and he admits that when he blacks out he don't know what happens and that he might have actually killed these people he doesn't know what happened the night that uh that he was with guy he also doesn't recall what happened the night that cassie left fester does at least for the night that cassie disappeared because he showed up on his doorstep in the morning covered in blood and canatonic what what the fuck he's like you got amnesia over that whole incident but oh and you changed like you became two different people but i like both of you so i cover for you even though you might be a murderer also here's the license plate of the address that you wanted (laughs) what that is quite the friend michael is looking into what is behind the door in the basement as he makes a play at showing up to date the dude's mother i suppose the the ex-wife of Stuart as cassie calls for him to check up on harry because he left his scarf i guess per the imdb these two preppies are called barbie and ken oh hell no barbie answered his phone but she hung up like i didn't know you had a secretary and now you're not answering my texts michael finds a suitcase with money in it belonging to Stuart green and we did hear that he stole some money so it seems the wife is the one that had the money so is she holding it for Stuart, or does she use it for herself harry has been murdered to look like a drug overdose i'm not surprised motherfuckers and finally ray finds b follows her to megan's new home where kaylee is dropped off and the two formerly engaged uh, lovers finally see each other for the first time in 16 years baby so that is that on that final scorecard is a 8.2 out of 10 
we do have feedback i'm curious to hear what mimi has to say because i'm pretty sure she's gonna be dragging it because if i am i know she is so let's uh jump into it What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Stay Close, episode four. Um, this one wasn't as interesting as the previous one, but I, I feel like we did get a bunch of answers. Um, I'm, I was trying to think of people's names, and I don't think I'm going to remember everybody's name, but um, I just couldn't understand why Cassie was thought to be running away with Stuart and she was the mistress or whatever um she was with Ray so we finally got the answer that you know she only dated him for a little bit and he was abusive possessive so they broke up and he was just like basically stalking her because it didn't make sense um and then she you know she went into the woods and found him you know looking somewhat dead you know so she just you know packed up her shit and left and like I said before it doesn't seem like she went very far I know like becoming a different person and moving away isn't easy but I feel like she could have probably gone further because all these people how they haven't ran into each other before it makes absolutely no sense they don't seem very far away from one another. I, it, clearly we don't have like parameters or names of cities and stuff, but it's enough to where, you know, you're not driving for hours. You know, she was able to get home after she thought something happened to her son pretty early. Um, so it doesn't seem like she was, you know, super far away from him. Um, it didn't take her so long that it was daytime when she left and nighttime when she came back. So that was, I guess, I don't know. I guess, you know, they would be in different circles. So maybe it makes sense. Um, and then we find out that Ray uh, black used to, I'm assuming he used to drink so much he blacked out. He still drinks. So I'm assuming he still blacks out. But, you know, the day, the last, I guess the last time he seen Cassie, um, he got so drunk and then he showed up to the, that bar covered in blood that's a pretty big secret to keep and I was like that motherfucker is a ride or die that bartender who I'm assuming is Ray's friend because if somebody if one of my friends came to my door or came to my my establishment covered in blood and not remembering anything I would be looking at them sideways like bitch what the fuck did you just do and why are you dragging me in this that's that would be my response but he kept that shit a secret ray was like well why did why didn't you tell me this motherfucker do you really do you really want to know this shit now i guess i thought the like the blood seeing him blacking out was what happened at the bar with his friend guy um like the fight and stuff but now i'm starting to think that maybe that shit happened later on like that was two separate occasions um, cause he seemed generally surprised that his friend, uh, his friend guy was, you know, that was the blood they found. I don't think he was expecting that. And, you know, I, I could understand why he didn't want to be involved, <laughs> why he would just send the police the pictures. Because I mean, in all honesty, 
he had no obligation to say anything. He could have easily not said a word and just kept that shit to himself, but he did send that stuff over to the police station pretty quickly. And he went over there, you know, when he thought maybe the guy was drunk and he saw the guy at the bar. He was like, you know, I just was trying to help. All that seems to check out. Um, and then, okay, you kept saying that it's been seven years since Ray saw Cassie. I feel like it's been way longer than that because they have a fucking, Cassie has a 16 year old. So it has to be 16, 17 years. I would say 17 years, not seven. I mean, that is a long time to be hung up on someone. Like, she couldn't have been that great. I I can't imagine. I'm not trying to act like strippers can't be great people. But I mean, 17 years. I mean, there was, a, I can think of a guy that I dated. You know, it's been like almost 20 years. He recently you know, jumped into my DMs, and, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what he was expecting, but me being in love with him, or even, even pretending that I thought about him in the last, you know, what, like, 19 years is kind of funny, it's like, I remembered who he was, and I remembered him, but, like, you know, I, I think, <laughs> I think the initial, like, heartbreak and all that stuff is gone, and now, like, it's like that song, I always, it always makes me laugh because it's, it's such a good description. Like, now you're just someone I used to know. Like, that's literally all it is. Like, I don't hate you. I don't love you. I don't feel anything for you because it's been so long. And it's crazy to me that after 17 years, he's still, like, boohooing over Cassie and, like, fucking butthurt that, that she left. It's like she had to pick herself or you and she chose herself you know fucking get over it like it can't, I I don't think it's ever that fucking serious the only person that I think that could have me hung up on like if they left and I didn't know where they were and I would always be thinking about them always looking for them is Derek like if Darren left me okay I, I'm not saying that it, I wouldn't be heard about it and I'm not saying it wouldn't take me a, a long time to get over it but after 17 years I promise like I I would be over it you know what I'm saying? There's no way I would be sitting in, you know, daydreaming or looking at old pictures. Not after 17 years. That's a long ass time. Especially, you know, um, being the way that Cassie left. Absolutely not. Um, but, you know, whatever. I guess that was the one that got away. The love of his life. Whatever. Um, but now, <laughs> they are looking dead ass at each other. I could honestly say I thought that it was going to be one of those things where he's like looking at her aimlessly across the street and he's like that's her I know it's her and then like we don't see her at all paying attention to him but they made eye contact dead ass in each other's eyes so she fucking saw him like they're staring at each other so that'll be you know I guess that's an interesting turn of events so it'll be something really interesting next episode now can we talk about Cassie's husband like I understand you know acting like everything's normal after you do some fucked up shit because clearly you wouldn't be getting rid of a car of a person that's missing if some shit didn't go down but why why first of all why do you have those shoes in the house and like plain sight 
which could be smart but my bigger question is why the fuck are they not clean i watched enough csi to know that they can trace back dirt patterns motherfucker like if prints are there which they might be you can't you can't make it that easy on on getting caught where you just leave the fucking dirt on the goddamn shoes like seriously dude you couldn't take them in the backyard and rinse the mud off you lay them right in the fucking foyer right when you walk in underneath a fucking table with dirt crumbs everywhere like seriously clearly you can't be a mastermind i don't know what the fuck you did but clearly you want to get caught because nobody's that fucking stupid um and then i'm not even gonna talk about the detective because that motherfucker irks my asshole i cannot stand him i'm glad that he found something he wants to be or someone he wants to be with it sucks that she's dying like you couldn't you didn't want her previously you left her for your ex-wife who eventually divorced your ass because clearly you're trash and now since she's dying you're like i want this you want it because you know it's not going to be a lasting thing that shit's not noble it's actually fucking annoying and i hate men like that don't think you're doing something great or now you know i finally decided to i want to be in a committed relationship you're not in a committed relationship with someone that you know is dying literally literally on death's door like if a person is terminally ill and they're to the point where like now it's hospice and you know they're going to die within a year that's not noble you're not being cute you still got commitment issues what if all of a sudden she goes in remission and it's like a miracle now she doesn't have cancer anymore you gonna fucking run because you're garbage i can't stand him and i feel bad for the bartender lady who's dying who's cassie's friend i do like your theory though that she's the murderer because i wasn't even thinking about stuff like that i was just trying to stay tuned and, and figure out these plot holes um I don't understand why these weird ass fucking uh assassins the dance crew are around um i don't know why they want to kill um harry um it's pretty funny that harry wants to like just showed up at her house and it's like oh this is my spanish professor they got their lives on point though because i thought for sure harry was gonna fuck up when they were like what what professor what did you teach like spanish and he even threw some espanol there mom doesn't know spanish i'd be like if you don't sit your little ass shut the fuck up her daughter need to ass whooping like for real um it's annoying <laughs> i need somebody to spank her that's that's the only thing that needs to happen in the next episode um i still don't understand why if if cassie had nothing to do with Stuart's death why is he following her why are we supposed to think that it's him that's doing all this it doesn't make any sense like i don't know i just there has to be a connection between cassie and her husband in this whole thing i feel like he knows her secret and maybe they did something maybe when she was on the run maybe she was trying to get out of town and she met him and he convinced her to stay and now he's trying to clean up shit because he fucked up it's like you told me he was dead and i didn't or i didn't have to worry about him and now he's back i think that's gonna be the whole thing i don't know i just i get i get a vibe that her husband is keeping secrets too and that's why he isn't like keeping secrets as if like he's trying to hide how you know close Stuart is or something like that but i think he knows you know what happened i don't 
it just seems like if you're creeping into the house like how you're just getting here oh i went to the bathroom he knew she was lying and that was the end of it like i haven't been <laughs> in a situation like this but if darren came home like after being gone for 24 hours i didn't hear from him and he just snuck in the bed and i was like where have you been and he said i was in the bathroom i just i just went to go pee motherfucker are you are, are we really doing this you think i'm stupid you better rewind and try this shit again homie there is no way that would have been the end of the conversation because i promise you it had been like a fucking steroid shot or some type of caffeine shot into my veins and i wouldn't have been sleeping no more i would have jumped up right in the middle of that bed and be like motherfucker you need to start over and try again and this time i'm gonna need you to tell me the truth but the way he just casually was like liar and then went back to sleep and just something isn't isn't right i don't understand what's going on with these fucking assassins why they're killing harry why like it's clearly anybody that's a po possible witness to this dude that's missing like maybe everything's not connected and the fucking detective is just an idiot it's all just a coincidence but guy um blood like i'm assuming there was a lot of blood so clearly something's wrong and then the other guy i don't know if they thought guy was the douchebag who spiked their drink and they killed him on accident and then clearly they got rid of the body because if there's no body there's no there's no crime that's always the thing and i think that's probably what the assassins are doing and they might might be looking for old dude i don't know but i i think that all these murders are just coincidences i don't know that they're all connected um it just it I just think they're trying to throw us but it's an interesting concept so i am pretty curious to see what's going to happen next um i i think that's all i have sorry i know i was all over the place and i know i rambled on there for a little bit but it's fine <laughs> um until next time love peace hair grease the black girl magic queen of the couch me now that was queen mimi with our thoughts on the episode not as critical as i was not as critical as i was but uh definitely have the same irritants with the girl kaylee I, I mean i wanted her backhanded across the room the island of britain in itself is very fucking small so you're absolutely correct in <laughs> like there's not if you are going to move far away at least make it an hour or two she clearly can get that shit in 30 minutes or less that's not far away and while sure one can make a case for yeah well if you if you just move into different like this is the poor side and i could believe that because the rich and the poor had a tendency in britain to ignore each other <laughs> for a very long time for generations in fact so i can believe it more in in that culture than i could in u.s because if you're not in the same circles then yeah you you might not really run into each other but still it's a little it's a little it's a little mm -hmm. but i will take that into account because i think that that does mean something and if you are small communities yeah they do do things differently over there that i can allow for the idea that it while it seems a little far-fetched it's it's probably not as implausible as one would think um especially when you think about the, the size difference between the countries because compared to us like you could put like 14 great i don't i'm probably exaggerating but a but but a bunch it's tiny 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 and i think the us we don't we don't uh appreciate how fucking big it is 
yeah i was wrong i was meaning to say 17 and clearly i said seven i was saying 16 in this episode somewhere around there but you are correct i was i was naming the timeline incorrectly before you even said it i knew you was gonna say uh somebody that i used to know because that is totally the song for every ex i don't know how he captured that one hit wonder but he did uh what yeah oh yes you're so right about michael that whole yeah i want to be there for you because you're going through something terrible and i learned it after i fucked you having a one night stand so i must be a decent person which means i must want to stay around yeah everything about his storyline just ugh. i mean it is really just vile and lastly i think you're on to something with the whole dave i don't think i'm right i think you're correct because dave has been very mum and yeah you're right who the fuck would let they person just tell them that blatant lie and just roll over and go back to sleep and let them just uh, curl up on you nope Mm-mm. Mm-mm. why did guy and ray fight that's what i mostly want to know and yes what else is dave hiding because it's gotta be something else he know he did a crime and yeah people have a tendency to leave evidence all over the place but in my true crime watching people aren't as smart as they think they are they really aren't most criminals have a tendency to be really terrible at being a criminal and that's great because that means they don't get away with it because the ones that do get away with it they are that smart and it's really sad because they have gotten away with their crimes that is going to conclude our podcast for uh today if you want to send feedback on our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic